0: All right, we are live. Hey, everyone, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life, and today we are going to be talking about how to let go of resentment towards an ex. Uh, Before we go ahead and get started, though, if you like what we're doing here, please give me a thumbs up. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel, and be sure to hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications next time we put out new videos or do another one of these live streams like this. And also, if you like what we're doing here, please go ahead and check out our book over at modernlove.life book. It's called Be Loved For Who You Are. And if you like all of these videos that we've been putting out recently, you'd probably also really like our book. Uh, Before we go ahead and get started in this, just wanted to make a couple quick announcements. Number one, sorry about the weird way that yesterday's video ended. Um, I don't know what happened. That was the first time YouTube has ever glitched up on me during a live stream. I've been doing this for about a month now and um, that's the first time that ever happened. Apparently you guys could still hear me. Uh, I could tell that in the playback, but from my end, it just looked like everything froze up and uh, so sorry about the awkward ending. At least it happened towards the end of the video. So it wasn't like, and here is the secret to having a perfect relationship. It is right. That would have been hilarious, but uh, it it didn't happen that way. So thankfully, (laughs) um, also, tomorrow uh, for tomorrow's video, it's probably going to be later, probably in the evening, um, West Coast Pacific time, because I'm going to be traveling down to Portland, Oregon, to go to a um, workshop with Dr. Joe Dispenza on Saturday, and I'm going to need to you know check into the hotel and kind of relax and get situated first before I can go live, and of course it really also depends on. If the hotel has decent Wi-Fi or if it's less than decent, Um, I've had really mixed results with hotels, so who knows? We'll see. But I will hopefully be coming to you live tomorrow night from Portland, Oregon. Um, All right. So let's go ahead and get into this. So uh, resentment towards your ex. Um, A lot of people do feel resentment towards their ex after a breakup. I mean, your ex may have done a lot of lousy things to you. Your ex may have done a lot of things that hurt you. Your ex may have done a lot of things that uh, were not cool. And it's really common for people to hold on to resentment towards their exes. I see it all the time in uh, comments and emails and things that people share with me. I see it also, too, like in real life with, uh, you know, people that I know in my personal life and all that. And it's kind of sad. It really is kind of sad. First of all, if you're still holding on to resentment or anger or anything like that towards your ex, you have not moved on. People think that moving on just involves dating other people. But if you're still emotionally wrapped up in your ex in any way, either, you know, wrapped up in like, oh, I want to work things out or wrapped up in, um, oh, I hate their guts. I hope something awful happens to them. Then you've not moved on. And uh, the truth is, is that even if you do start dating other people, you're going to be dragging all of that baggage, all of that past hurt, all of that stuff into your current situation or any future relationships or dating experiences that you have. And um, that's probably not a good thing. (laughs) Um, Resentment, if you let it, it can take you to some pretty dark places. Uh, There are all kinds of communities online. and just people in general that have these really dark views of men or women or love or relationships um you know people will say that like all women will cheat on you if given the chance you know hey a little projection there huh (laughs) maybe that happened to you in your previous relationships um or all men will you know all men are dogs and they hate commitment or you know all that stuff right and the truth is, is that that's not, that's not true. That's not true. We're all just human beings. And if you start to look at men or women or whatever, as like this alien species that you have to say, well, you know, they, they always cheat. They are only interested in money. They, (laughs) all that stuff, they never commit. Uh, Then you're denying the fact that They are actually the same species as you, right? And you're a human. You have your own complicated emotions. You have your own things that you're dealing with. And men or women or even specific men or women, like maybe your ex, are the same way. They have their own things that they're dealing with as well too. And we'll get into this a little bit more, but um, having an empathic perspective on your ex is one way that you can help to get over that resentment but uh, you really don't want to hold on to that resentment because if you like really hold on to it and really step into it and really like let it consume you um kind of like that uh curse that ashitaka had in princess mononoke you know where where the where the evil would like seep up his body and start to turn him purple and everything and like take control of him uh if any you are like miyazaki nerds out there maybe you know what I'm talking about, but um, you, know, you don't want to let it take control of you because it can take you to some really dark places. And um, if whatever happened between you and your ex causes you to close your heart and to shut down and to step into the darkness and to live the rest of your life in reaction to what your ex did, to how your ex hurt you, to how your ex betrayed your trust, to whatever happened, then you have given up your power. You have given your power to them and you have let them win. Now, I don't usually talk like that about love and relationships, about letting somebody win, about, you know, all that stuff. I'm speaking in this way because I want to talk to these angry, resentful people out there. These people that, you know, come on my channel, and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, you should, yeah, I I hope something awful happens to my ex. My ex is an awful person. Uh, you know, your ex is an ex for a reason. You should like totally disrespect them all the time or something like that. And I want you to know that if that is you, you have energetically given your power to your ex. You have energetically let them dominate you for as long as you continue to hold on to that resentment. As long as you continue to let them steer the trajectory of your life, of your relationships, and of your emotions. So don't think that simply by being one of these empowered, resentful people, these people that you know like to flex and talk a good game about how much of a badass they are compared to their ex or whatever, then uh, if you're one of those folks, then just know that you're kind of (laughs) cutting off your own leg and hoping that your ex feels the pain or I don't know, something like that. But you don't want to hold on to that resentment because it, it can really take you to some dark places. Okay, so with that being said, resentment is bad. I'm guessing you probably know that if you're watching this video Um, I mean, like, if you're watching it live, you might just be interested in me and what I have to say. Um, But if you were just, like, browsing around YouTube and you typed in, like, how to let go of resenting my ex or something, and you found this video, then you probably want to let go of that resentment. You probably are not one of those empowered, resentful types, you know? I still miss my ex, but my aim is getting better. Uh, no, you're you're um, you're wanting. You realize that this resentment is holding you back in some way, and you want to let it go, so that you can actually have a real relationship that's not based on the past, that's not controlled by your ex, that's not um, you know your ex pulling the strings. So how do you do it? Well, there's really two sides to resentment. Number one, um, when you resent your ex for whatever happened. There's really an aspect of, of yourself. There's a part of you that doesn't trust you. There's a part of you that's like, hey, how, how is it that I could have let this happen? How is it that I didn't see this coming up sooner? How is it that I didn't see all the warning signs? How is it that, that, I, that I let this event, this circumstance, this betrayal, this cheating, this hurt, this whatever happen?" There's a part of you that doesn't trust yourself to make sure that that doesn't happen again. So, you need to really learn how to trust yourself. And there are many different ways and many different aspects of doing this, but from just a sheer dating or relationship standpoint, one of the best ways to learn how to trust yourself more is through setting standards, setting higher standards. Um, again, we had this video a couple weeks ago. I'll go ahead and link up to it over there in a video card. You can check it out if you missed it. Um, I'll put that in after we're done with the live stream here. I mean, obviously, you can't click on it now. I can't do all that work now while I'm live streaming. But afterwards, I'll put it in. Um, Yeah, you want to have higher standards. You want to be slow to commit. You don't want to rush into a relationship with someone before you know what their character is. Because if you get in too fast and you open your heart up too fast, you don't necessarily know if that's the kind of person that you can trust with your heart, if that's the kind of person that you want to trust with your heart, if that's the kind of person that uh, that is going to treat you the way that, that you want to be treated and respect you the way that you want to be respected. So you want to Move slowly, learn about the other person's values and character. And somebody asked a question about this in the comments from yesterday's video. How do you know what the other person's values are? Well, you figure it out by looking at their actions. You know, if they're willing to throw everything away and move to another city for a job or a career, then that shows you that their profession, their career, is something that's very important to them. It shows you that's one of their values. If they're willing to do all that for love, that tells you that love is one of their values. If they are, um, you know, if they put time and effort and energy into fitness and exercise, that's one of their values. Um, You just have to watch their character. You have to watch their actions. You have to observe how they respond to events and circumstances and situations. You know, if you were to call them out of the blue, and ask them to get together with you for some event or some date or something. If they say yes, that shows you that they're flexible. If they say no, I mean, it could just be that they already have something else going on and they can't get out of it or something. But it, it could also show you, if they say no, that they are inflexible, stiff, rigid, depends. Um, but you just want to get in the habit of finding out somebody's values, finding out if somebody is the right kind of person to be with you. And If you know who you're looking for, if you know the kind of relationship that you want, you know the deal breakers and red flags and all that, um, you can move a little bit slower and you can start to trust yourself because you're setting up these systems in place to help you to avoid being in a relationship with the wrong person. And as you start to trust yourself a little bit more, you'll feel a little bit, less of a need to hang on to that resentment from, from your own perspective. Now, of course, there's a good amount of the resentment that is directed at the other person. You know, I don't know what they did to you into specifically person watching this video, but uh, there's a whole lot of different scenarios. Uh, Anything ranging from, hey, they lied to me about something. Um, They did some stupid something on social media that hurt my feelings. They cheated on me. They you know, took total advantage of me. They stole all my money. They whatever, right? There's there's the whole range, the whole gamut, and um, the best thing to do in that situation is to do your best to try to see things from their point of view. Now, chances are they probably aren't a malicious, evil, sinister person who's intentionally doing this to uh, toy with your emotions, like some sort of supervillain or something from a comic book. They might be. There are certainly sinister people out there, but um, most people are not sinister, evil, wicked people. <laughs> they just might happen to do things that aren't in our best interest. And they might just so happen to do things that, uh, that hurt us because they were just going after their own needs. They were just trying to take care of themselves. So I case in point. Um, my relationship with my big ex that I seem to be talking about all the time, um, it would be easy for me to hold on to resentment towards her. Um, it really would be. Uh, in we, we broke up a couple times, and then eventually we just said, hey, we have different values. Let's go our own ways. But um, in the times that we did end up breaking up, um, there were times when she would... Uh, not exactly cheat on me, but she would just get, like, really close with other guys, and then uh, when it seemed like there was something there, she'd break up with me and then immediately jump into the relationship with the other guy. Um, You might call it emotional cheating. I don't know, but whatever. That's what she did. And it would be easy for me to hold on to a lot of resentment towards her about how she, uh, you know, wasn't trustworthy or about how she didn't take our relationship seriously or whatever. But, I mean, the truth is, is that if I number one, if I actually had some standards back then, I would have been able to see that this might be something that happened. Because my ex, you know, if I were to look objectively at her character, she was the kind of person that um, really looked at the external things that were happening as the source of her emotions. So, you know, when we got together, that was great for me, you know. I'm like, hey, it's me. I'm, I'm the one who's causing you all of this joy. I'm the one who's causing you all of this happiness. I, this is wonderful. I'm making you happy. I get to fulfill some sort of weird insecurity or need or something like that that I had yet to work through at that time. And uh, you're feeling great. You're feeling wonderful. You're feeling excellent. And I am the cause of it. But then when issues start to show up in our relationship, instead of turning towards me, instead of turning towards us, instead of turning towards herself and saying, OK, what's going on? she turned towards external things which happen to be external people as a way of trying to prop herself up emotionally and I mean that that's that's kind of obvious how that would end up happening how that would end up playing out and um, I could easily resent her at least I could have back in the past um, I don't though I don't because I do, I realize that What she did wasn't about me. What she did wasn't about me. She wasn't intentionally trying to hurt me. She was simply trying to get a need met for herself in the only way that she knew how. And in the moment, that seemed like the best idea to her. Granted, it sucked for me. But she wasn't like trying to be some sort of sinister, evil person, like with a voodoo doll of clay, like, ah, or something like that. Um, She was simply just trying to get her own needs met in the best way that she knew how. And it was really about her. I mean, I'm sure she doesn't feel great about how she treated me. I'm sure she doesn't feel great about how she probably treated other folks, but in her realm of possibility, that was what was available to her, and um, I can see her objectively through that lens. And I don't resent her because she was just doing what she thought was her best option at the time. So that's really what I'd say for letting go of resentment. Number one, learn how to trust yourself by setting standards to keep you from getting in too deep over your head too fast with people that you don't really know very well. Move slowly, find out the other person's character. And, uh, you know, if someone isn't living up to those standards, obviously let them go so that they can find somebody who they, whose standards they are going to meet. And you can find somebody who is going to meet your standards. And uh, then obviously, try to see things from your ex's point of view try and take on that empathic point of view to see what your ex may have been feeling and hint they're not a cartoon villain okay most likely they're not a cartoon villain out to destroy your life um they're probably just a normal person trying to go about their life trying to find their own little slice of happiness in this journey of life and they maybe made some mistakes and hurting you is the collateral damage, but they were just trying to get their own needs met in what seemed like the best possible way to them. Maybe didn't maybe maybe they don't have the 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 courage or the experience or they don't they don't know what good communication looks like, so they didn't know how to bring the problems to you and talk about the problems. And so they just looked the other way and they uh, avoided it. They pulled away. They just decided to you know, up and leave one day without really talking about it. They decided to cheat on you. They decided to do whatever. They didn't know how to handle their emotions, so they blew up at you. I don't know. But they did the best that they could with what they had. And they are just a flawed human being like all of us. They make mistakes. They are just trying to figure their own life out. And when you start to see things that way, you can let go of that resentment. And you can stop carrying the past into your current relationships, into your future relationships. You can stop letting your ex control your current relationships, your future relationships. You can stop letting your current relationships and your future relationships be about your ex, be about either Trying to recreate that experience with someone else, or trying to do the exact polar opposite of that experience with someone else. Because even if you're trying to do the exact polar opposite of what you had with your ex, you're still in reaction to your ex. Okay. So if you're interested in all this stuff I talked about, you'd probably also like our book called "Be Loved for Who You Are" over at ModernLove.life/book. Um, it talks about a lot of the deeper work that uh, that we've talked about here. That and if you like taking a look at some of this deeper work, you'll probably love the book. So check it out if you're interested. All right, let's see what folks are talking about in the comments, and let's hope our feed doesn't freeze up today. Woo, a lot of comments here today. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, I was chatting with some folks before we went live here. Um, Spencer says I took all your suggestions on push-pull, no contact, friend zone, etc handwritten letter, now the tide is slowly turning, Um, but I know also about breadcrumbs, so I'm vigilant. Okay, yeah, um, you you definitely don't want to get caught in the whole breadcrumb thing, because uh, that's often how emotionally unavailable people, um, and anyone who's going through a breakup or has recently gone through a breakup is at least temporarily emotionally unavailable. They may be long-term emotionally unavailable, but they're at least temporarily emotionally unavailable. Um, um, That's how emotionally unavailable people will, I want to say unintentionally, although maybe some of times they intentionally do this, um, they will unintentionally or intentionally uh, keep you caught in their dynamic. Helen says, Clay, good to see you. Thanks again, Helen. Nice to see you too. Um, Jiro says, Clay, how are you today? Uh, Actually doing pretty good, doing pretty good. our, our daughter's been having this uh, eight-month sleep regression. Um, and so she's, she's been waking up the past couple days and we did some research. And I think we just needed to cut one of her naps. And so we tried that yesterday and she slept through the night really well. So um, hoping that works out. Also, I'm feeling kind of weird about leaving Mika and my daughter um, to go to Portland for this workshop thing. I mean, I know it's just a like BS belief in my head, but I have this like hesitation that like, oh, it's, it's like I have this pristine relationship with my daughter where I've, uh, you know, never spent a night away from her. And I feel kind of like bad letting that go, even though I know it's totally ridiculous. You know, eventually there's going to be some day where she goes to a sleepover or eventually she's going to like grow up and live a life not in our basement, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And yeah. I just gotta be okay with it. I just have to choose the game that I'm gonna play and spending a night with my daughter every single day forever is a game that uh, I'm okay to let go of. Uh, Clay, I wanted to say I've been watching your video since 2016 and you've really helped me a lot over the years. Thank you. Oh, thank you, um, Brown Eyed Beauty. Oh, wow. Uh, Paul says help. Well, Paul, uh, what's going on? The shield says my wife left me, and she says that she is done with me, and she doesn't feel happy with me anymore. But I love her so much. I never cheated on her, um, not even once. And I'm loyal to my, or not even once. I'm loyal to my li- to my wife. Sometimes, okay. So um, I think she probably resents you, which you have to look at your own actions and behaviors. There's something that you did that would warrant her to feel that way towards you? Like if you take her perspective, if you put yourself in her shoes, and again, she's not a comic book villain, she's a human being just trying to get through life, trying to be happy, um, what is holding her back from wanting to connect with you? What is holding her back from saying, okay, what, how can I connect better with, uh, the Shield, if that is your real name, um, what's holding me back from, from, from talking to The Shield? Why why am I holding on to this resentment towards The Shield? This sounds ridiculous. I'm just going to call you John because I feel ridiculous calling you The Shield. Um, what's causing me to uh, not want to connect with John? Is it because of all those times that he prioritized work over connecting with me, or like whatever it is? and If that's the case, you need to like meet her where she's at emotionally. Meet her in that place of resentment. Meet her in that place where you can say, hey, I know you probably feel super resentful towards me for all those times I chose work over you. And I totally get that. At the time, I was really stressed out because I wanted to earn more money because I knew that we were having a hard time financially. And so I just poured myself into work I I was so lost in that. I never thought about how it was affecting you. I never thought about how lonely you might have felt. And now that I can step back from that, I can see things from your point of view. And I can only begin to imagine how painful that must have been, how lonely you must have felt, how much that must have hurt you. And I'm so sorry. And if you can meet her where she's at emotionally like that, that can be something that she just needs to hear to be able to let go of that pain to actually have a conversation with you. Okay, let's see, where do we leave off? I've got to scroll back up towards the top. Um, Clay, me and my ex have been in contact for about a month now. I'm finding it hard to take him down to the emotional level. If I ask how he feels, he'll say, I'm fine. Or good, or he's told me he doesn't like questions. Okay, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, um, in most cultures, men are conditioned not to talk about their feelings. Um, I think it's maybe changing, but most normal men don't freely talk about their emotions, their feelings. Um, it's kind of you know beaten into us. You know, boys don't cry, all that stuff. Um, and so we, we we often don't talk about them explicitly. So questions like, how does that make you feel? Uh, they can sometimes be a little weird for a man to answer, so what you may want to do is instead ask him, what was that like for you? That way you're still getting to the same, uh, the same outcome, but you're avoiding the, the F word, the feeling word, right? And that way he can... Uh, talk more about like, oh yeah, I was really excited when this thing happened and I, I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but then the guy showed up and he said, hey, what was this? And then, you know, he can he can actually open up, he, get, he can give himself permission to open up and talk about his feelings. So I would try using something like what was that like for you or tell me more about that or something along those lines rather than how did that make you feel. Um, and that can work pretty well for for men. Where did we leave off? Okay, okay, okay. Let's see if we can get a couple more in before this starts to get too long. <laughs> Again, I want to try to um, not make these live streams too long. Um, is there a way that I can help my case and get my ex to stop being angry at me? It's been two and a half months, and she, is still, ha- she still has a ton of reactants, which is that term for emotional resistance towards interacting with you. Um, still has a ton of reactants thought I was lazy when I was really just severely depressed. She is angry because the breakup snapped me out of it. So I sought help and meds, but not until after she dumped me. Yeah. So like, um, it's really common for people's exes to be like, Oh, so now after I break up with you, you're finally getting your act together. What I wasn't worth it. I wasn't worth it. And now you're trying to clean up your act and all that. This is, this is BS, right? And that's just another emotion that you can connect with them on, much like we did with uh, the shield a moment ago. Um, you, just got to, you just got to talk to her. Uh, sorry, I don't remember if you were a man or a woman. Um, but you just got to talk to your ex and uh, just meet them where they're at emotionally through the anger, through the resentment, see things from their point of view, and uh, just kind of tell them, you know, hey, I wouldn't blame you if you thought I was lazy, you know. Sure, I sat on the couch a lot. I spent a lot of days just sort of zonked out playing video games or watching TV or something. Uh, The truth was I was depressed. The truth is that I was afraid to step out and actually put myself out there and get a job interview. Um, At the time, I was just kind of in survival mode. At the time, I didn't have the capacity to really think about how that made you feel about how you just saw me there drifting away and you thought that I was like intentionally doing this. The truth was that I was battling with some dark demons inside. And uh, I don't blame you for your choice, but I just want you to know that I'm sorry for how that all worked out. I didn't mean to hurt you. That was not my intention. Um, and if you can just, Communicate that either, like just as I did it right now, or uh, you know, through your actions or words or deeds. I mean, like don't take anything that I say, and just like turn your brain off and just say that verbatim to your ex or anything like that. Obviously, use your own voice. Obviously, put it in your own words. But if you can communicate something like that to them, then that is going to really help them to. Get, Understand that you get them emotionally. You're going to meet them where they are at on their emotional level. And once you can connect with them on that emotional level where they are currently at, that's when they start to feel heard and seen. That's when they can let go of that pain, that anger, that resentment that they are feeling. And that's when they can actually start to listen to you because they've managed to let go of that resentment, that anger, that uh, emotional resistance, that reactance, as, as we call it. Um, yeah. So anyway, guys, this is getting over 30 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Once again, if you like what we're doing here, you'll probably love our book. You can check that out over at modernlove.life slash book. And, uh, assuming everything works out pretty well. I will be talking to you guys tomorrow evening, at least on West coast U S time, uh, from Portland, Oregon. Anyway,